tuning in we are here with lee lee say hi hey guys what's up and max that's me and we are the do you believe podcast this is a do you believe uh, podcast real talk section so um you know kind of uh the way we were a little formulated here with this podcast is kind of fun fun podcast during the daytime uh during the weekdays speckled out you know throughout the the weekdays and uh and then kind of more serious when i guess on friday um so this will be a longer formatted podcast, I believe. And uh, so today's uh, episode of Do You Believe Real Talk, is we are going to be talking about Yemen and uh, kind of explain, you know, where there's, you know, there's a conflict in Yemen today. And we basically want to explain, I think, how that came to be from what I understand and, uh, you know, talk about, you know, the different eras like the 90s when there was unification of Yemen um, and kind of a governmental shift and political shift in Yemen, um, and then, you know, go into more recent events, like such as the Arab Spring of 2011, um, and when, the, when you know, a certain, certain group of people really went to go take over the capital and gain political power. Um, and then, you know, I think we're kind of going to talk about, then after that, current state and uh, people who are involved and why they're involved, and um, should they be involved, really. So, you know, I think the best way to do it is... Um, I don't know. Where do you want to start, Lee? Do you want to start with current? Or? I guess the question is, how far back do we want to go? Um, yeah. Or, I mean, you know, I, you raise a good point. Like, the, um, I'll just briefly mention, like, kind of, like, current stuff. Currently, there's pretty much, you know, kind of some widespread criticism that um, the Saudis are assisting the, the who, no, not the Houthi. The, oh, what's the other group, though? The, the former, we'll call them like the loyalists that were in charge of Yemen beforehand, that were more um, in line with uh, Saudi Arabia. Um, they're Sunni Muslim, I believe, and the Houthis are Shia. Um, but they're helping them out in the civil war because, you know, they they are more in line with they, what they believe. Um, and the U.S. being allies with Saudi Arabia... Actually, for a long time, I thought this was like a recent thing, but Saudi Arabia, we've been... Um, partners with allies with them for a long time. So um, mm-hmm. we're helping them out. And then the criticism is that they're, Saudi Arabia is doing some questionable things and we're kind of looking we're, we're the other way. It. I would say we're doing it, honestly. But yeah, I mean, so. not directly. I, I don't know. I mean, I think, I think, you know, we may be getting a little ahead of ourselves right here. I think we should start honestly in the nineties and go and, and start from there. I would like to at least cause right. basically, I mean, I don't know. Take us back. If you look, so, so yeah. So I mean, basically if you look on a map, there's, there's Saudi Arabia and then there's Yemen and then uh, what sea is there, you know, um, let me pull this up on a map. You got red sea and is that the red sea? Yeah. And then, it, and then is it Africa below that? I believe. Like yeah. Northern Africa. Yeah. So basically, you know, you got this place in the Middle East called Yemen. They got Saudi Arabia. They're their upstairs, you know, apartment 
neighbors. And basically, you know, so Saudi Arabia's got a lot of interest in Yemen. Um, just because of the close proximity, Yemen has a lot of water ways that they can ship stuff, you know, things of that nature. It's, it's just a good spot, I guess, you know, for natural resources and, and trade. <clears throat> so anyways, so Saudi Arabia has always had an interest there, you know, and basically Yemen, I think in the nineties, what kind of happened was, um, you know, I don't really understand what, how Yemen's government was all, in, you know, in like the eighties, but in the nineties, the, the, you know, the North and the South, I guess, of Yemen, they united. So again, I don't really understand that. I don't know the history, I guess, actually of like prior to that, but I guess they were, they were split up. And then, so nineties, they basically came together, um, as North, you know, just as Yemen. And I, you know, just like any time where that happens with land, I think that groups will automatically come out of the woodwork, like no matter who, you know, no matter who comes to power and does the unification. So, so there was, so there was a guy named, uh, let me find his name here. So I think Ali Abdullah, what's his last name? Ali Abdul Shala or Shali or something. Sure. I think they'll forgive oh, us you, for not being able to Sully, Sully, sorry, sorry. Yeah, oh, just so you guys know, we kind of, you know, choose these topics on a weekly basis and record it. Um, or, I mean, and decide, like, what topic we want for a week, and then we re research it and then record it. So we're not, like, professionals on this, but, <laughs> I mean, you know, we've done we've done some research. So, anyways, in the 90s, you know, under Ali Abdullah Salih, basically, like, unified um, the South and the North, Yemen, and... I guess the Houthi people, I think they were an Islamic group from the north, they basically felt like they didn't have a voice at the political table, you know. Um, it was kind of like, I guess, with Anakin, right, you know. <laughs> they, were, <laughs> they weren't allowed to be a Jedi or whatever. And so uh, that's, you know, but anyways, that's that's a poor joke, but that's, that's poor taste. But anyways, they basically, it's they, you know, groups didn't like each other. And... Then whoever's grouped in, in Yemen, there's there's like outside interests that want to back certain groups. You know what I mean? So it's yeah. like the Houthi people, they did not like whoever like who was in power, this Sully guy. And so um you know, they they essentially like they disagreed with him and they kinda rebelled. Damn. And I, from what I've read, I think Sully prior to them even rebelling, I think he would he would like he didn't want them to have weapons. He was trying to take their weapons away um, under like the name of unification. And so it's just interesting because I mean, when you think about it, okay, like America has had, I don't know how long they've had, you know, an alliance with Saudi Arabia, but they have an alliance with Saudi Arabia. Saudi Arabia wants the unification and they want the Houthis out. Okay. But like Houthis are people that are local to this area and like they, they've lived there forever, I think. And so um, essentially like, the way I see it, there's like a spider web kind of, it's like America's telling Saudi Arabia or vice versa. I don't know who knows, but like they have a link and they don't, they want the unification, but there's like these native people that don't want the unification. So they kind of rebel and they've got these giant groups like America and Saudi Arabia backing the, um, the group that that's fighting the, basically the rebellion. You know what I mean? So it's like, who's right. Who's wrong. You know what I'm saying? Like, the Houthis are native. Like, shouldn't they be able to say they don't want a certain political group there? And then, like, and especially if it's like an outside interest that set that up. 
So like, here's they're definitely justified. You know what I'm saying? But yeah. So I guess now's a good time to talk about kind of like, uh, well, the reason the Middle East is a mess is there's a, there's the there's like the Israel versus Arab beef, which is you hear about all the time. But then there's also like Muslim infighting. So. The Sunnis, I think there's more of them, and, and then there's the Shia, are constantly fighting, and it's it's a religious fight. So um, I looked this up real quick. This is very brief. I'm sure there's more to it, but essentially um, the Sunni have their method of who's in charge of Islam, essentially, is um, based their 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 caliphs, um, and they are just kind of like voted on or decided on. And then that's what the Sunnis do. But then the Shia are kind of more, I guess, more hardcore is the right word. Um, in that they say the only people that can be in charge are direct descendants of Muhammad. And they stand by that. And they're willing to die for that. Like they're, uh, they're the ones that kind like of family members or what? Yeah. Like, so like blood related to, through the line of Muhammad. How do you know who's who's how do you know who's from the bloodline though? It's really so just accurate record keeping. Um, okay. Because even if you take on the Christian front, I believe the the Eastern Orthodox I think is the oldest one of the oldest Christian things. Uh, bishops have to be blood related to one of the twelve disciples. Um, to be there. So, um, yeah, it's hard to think they would track that, but if they're that hardcore with their religion, it, it's not that hard to believe. It was like mm -hmm. not even 2000 years ago. That's not that long. And we have like King records and stuff of like pharaohs and stuff right. from okay. way back in BC. So it's not out of the question. Um, no, gotcha. they can't run like okay. a DNA test and say, Oh yeah, you go are. It's just, you're the son of so-and-so is the son of so-and-so son of so-and-so has to be that way. It can't be. Yeah. There's no other way to tell. Um, but yeah, that, that's the, that's the big fight. And I, I find it funny because, um, it's almost just like they're a little bit behind Christianity because in Europe they had that when the Catholic church split from the Orthodox church and when the Protestants split from the Catholics, they had a bunch of who should be in, it was a big fight about who should be in charge and that kind of stuff. Um, and then there was wars fought over that. So they've since sorted it all out by kind of throwing it all in the trash, but, <laughs> um, they're still fighting. Oh. Um, they're still fighting in the Middle East over this issue. So, yeah. And I, in terms of, I was going to talk about the, um, you had mentioned like that the U.S. was like the the driving force behind this. And my kind of thought from what I was reading is that it was more along the lines of um, they're, they're fighting and we kind of pick sides because we favor the Sunni side because they tend to be less extreme and they're like religious stuff. So I think mm. we're, we've kind of led their hand. Um, you know, you know what I mean? 
No, not, not like they, they came in. Like, yeah, I don't think they came in to change it. I think they were already trying to change it. And we were just like, yeah, that's a good idea. Here, we'll help, you know. Okay, I see. Or, or like, well, but here's where the controversy comes in is like, if they would have just been, been left alone and no outside force, like, like, you know, tried to get their interest involved, like, that just seems more, uh, I, like, that just seems more right to me. Like, let that area figure it out them, themselves, which I don't know if that sounds insensitive, but it's like, dude, like, you know, once you get these superpowers involved and they are choosing sides, like, I mean, I, I don't know. It, like, we, I, we're only there because we want resources. I don't think we really give a sh like a shit, you know what I'm saying? Like, we just want to take what, like, dude, I think they got, like, a bunch of oil there. I, you know what I mean? It's like the Middle East, dude. Like... Yeah, we, yeah. Like we always are there just because we want to take resources. So like I feel like just us. Because here's the thing. Let me just say this. Because so okay, I get what you're saying. Like naturally, like there's two sides that formed in Yemen, and then we just saw it as like, oh, we favor that side. But I, I, the way I think of it is like we saw an opportunity. You know? Oh what I mean? yes, and, yes. Don't. It, it wasn't that right. they we were like, oh yes, we support the sunnis it's we support the sunnis because they're more pro-democracy which works well with what we want so you Dude, know i don't really so i so i don't even know though like i mean i i get yes to, but i feel like it's at a degree now where like there's more control from us than with them inside so it's like not even it's turned into something that's not um I don't know how to say it properly. Like the conflict that was there, like we changed what the conflict is. It's not even, I guess there's two splits to it. So there is like the religious, there's like the religious split. And now there's like a huge political one. And I think the political one has kind of taken over that. It's become more prominent and it's like more of the driving force. And I see like, what you mean. Yeah, yeah. It wouldn't have gotten to that point if we didn't get involved because like, I mean, I'm even looking at it like, like, you know, when this guy Salih came to power, um, what I'm seeing, and again, I don't know like the backstory up to that point. I just know what kind of like what happened from the nineties onward, but it's even saying like he came into power after an assassination of president of like a different president. Okay. So like, who's to say that like we didn't assassinate him cause we wanted this guy in power and like, it's not even a, like a religious thing anymore. Now we're just like, dude, and it's turned into something super like disgusting. Like what it is today. It's like, it's dude, it's like, it's like sad, like really sad. And like, what I think is weird is that none of this is really reported on. Like, I had to go, like, look all of this shit up. And, like, I don't see this in any media network. I guess, like, I don't even really watch, like, the big, like, media centers. But, like, you see one headline, you've seen them all, I feel like. Like, and if you look at what they've been talking about, they've all been talking about the same stuff over the years. And, like, I haven't heard of this come up at all. And, I mean, dude, like, even when I was researching this, there are two magazines I think I sent it to you. I'm, I'm yeah. going to go off on like a little side tangent. Like there were two different magazine publications. It was the sun and, um, what was the other one? It was like the sun and then guardian. the guard. Oh, was it the guardian? Yeah. And they dude, the sent the, the paragraphs, like what the paragraph said, the order that they said it in as well as like the following paragraphs, they said basic like when i say basically the same thing i don't mean like they got all the facts in there like i mean like what they were saying was literally like they copied and pasted it it's like in high school and you're like they're like don't plagiarize and you just like copy and paste and change like four words 
to something else. So it's like a little different, but it's the exact same like formulation of each sentence and all that, whatever. Kind of getting off on a side tangent on something else we can talk about later down the road, like journalism and how it's not even journalism anymore. But anyways, I, I diverge, but uh, whatever that, that phrase is. Anyways, what I was trying to say is that like this hasn't been like reported on and like we are directly involved in it today like the way it is right now we are the drive I, I think we are kind of the driving force and like again maybe we're getting a little ahead of ourselves because we haven't really explained like how we got to today but i guess we're, we're kind of doing yeah, that we, I mean, we can back up north and or... south, yeah we can you know i mean the north and south basically like once they were united there was still a bunch of unrest and like you know uh the you know the hoodie basically i think in you know during the arab uh yeah so i was gonna i was gonna talk about the arab spring real quick that led to yeah like now this is you can put on your conspiracy hat for this um it was basically all of the i think they were all muslim all of the these muslim countries that had like old dictators that have been there forever like uh libya egypt tunisia yemen um there's a couple others and then iran but, backs like the houthis and iran is our like not our ally right right and that's, so that's like and, another outside force that's impacting like the war that and, we don't like that either you know and that goes down to the the shia sunni thing so iran is primarily shia Saudi Arabia is primarily Sunni. The U.S. prefers the Sunni countries because of how they operate. It's similar to us. So, yes, Iran is... Th and that's really what caused Saudi Arabia to be concerned, is they already don't trust Iran. They're completely opposite to them. And then Iran was supposedly arming um, the Houthi militants over there. And then Saudi Arabia is like, oh, that's dangerous. You know, we don't want that. Now, could that have just been an excuse to wipe them out? I mean, maybe, you know, it's... <laughs> Dude, well, exactly, because, I mean, man, if you look at... Like, if you look at Iran and what they're a even able to provide to the Houthis, it's, like, leagues below what we've been able to provide, you know? Yeah, yeah they're not I shipping mean, I mean, them like, jets. <laughs> and it's because, like, we have embargoes on them. Yeah, they're no, seriously, because, like, they still have the, like, F-14, you know? like, And, and it's, like, a 50-year-old craft. And I think now we use like F-18s, right? Like, like we're we're updated, you know? They're on the iPhone 5, we're on the iPhone 12, and like, whatever. And so, they're not even able to provide these, like the Hootie people, I feel like, sufficiently. I don't, dude, I mean, I was even looking like, okay, I think in two, like last year, a couple years ago, I don't know, there was a weapon, um, like show, you know what I'm talking about? And like a, a, dispo, a depot, like a weapon depot or whatever those are called and they were showing off weapons you know and it was like the i think it was like the hootie the hootie people like they had you know their exhibit like that they, and it was only their exhibit and so like they were showcasing like what they've been able to produce on their own like with their help and with iran's help you know and it's i mean dude it's a lot more like like antiquated looking than what we've what we could provide and it's a lot more like it's just like I don't know what the right word is, but it, it just it's like rugged. They're like more rugged looking as in there's not as put together well, they probably aren't as good, but they're getting better technology. They've gotten like drones and stuff, but that's the thing is I don't know, man. 
if you look at like 2018 after the Houthis, you know, went to go take um, the capital of Yemen, what is it, Sa- uh, Sana'a, I think, or something, is what it's called? Yeah. They base, yeah, Sana'a, I think is how you say it. They like, you know, they they took over, you know, Houthis took over in 2011, and that's when we really got involved, right? And we started back in Saudi Arabia because they didn't like the Houthis, and I don't know, man. The thing is, is like Saudi Arabia is sending bombs with from like drones that they've been doing for a while now and like they're dropping just like bombs all the time and most of what they do is kill civilians dude that's what's like that's what's like the the like part about it that's like again you know why are why is there outside involvement like they shouldn't even be doing that because i don't know man like they, so okay yeah like getting involved in this area and i get it like countries are really just lines that we drew on a map so like it's all land is kind of connected in a way, but like still, like they're just bombing these people and they're killing all these kids. Like 2018, they killed like 56 kids. Saudi Arabia did, but it was like from a U.S. missile. So we are directly involved in it. That's the thing. Like, why are we doing that? I don't even like it. We're literally we just want their oil. You know what I mean? I mean, maybe. Like we're at a we're yeah. at a point where it's just not even like it's not like we're doing this to. To be like, uh, like you know what I mean? Like the narrative is always like, oh, the Houthis are like they're they're terrorists and they're like these radical groups. And it's like, okay, but like, yeah, you're calling you're doing this in the name of terrorism, but like in so doing, now we are like the world's most powerful terrorists. I'd say. I would but argue, I mean, I, I think I, mean? like, I think what it is is you know terrorism, and I I think. Even Chomsky might have said this, but like terrorism is the new communism, essentially. Yeah, it's just this blanket that, yeah. blanket label you can throw on people, and then and then and, and roll with, with it. You can do whatever yeah, you want. You can do and it's I don't know. It's complicated because it's but like I don't think it is. Like why? Okay, why are we like even putting these weird labels on it and like like mediating? only stories that make like what what our efforts are like as justified but then there's like a whole other side that we don't see at all and, and it just it's I, like when, when you see through it it's like well should i even trust what our initiative is like why are we even out there and it's like when it comes to it we're out there for oil that's the only reason we're there like we're you know what i mean and this is why i say i say it's complicated because i don't know i don't know that answer right I, I can't confidently say yes it's just for oil or not like I don't know that's why it's complicated and and it's weird because so this kind of started under like Obama's administration but then Trump came in and continued it so it's very confusing right well so that's what I'm saying yeah that's so so my question is why Dude, Why? We're, we're, like this, hold on. The reason we're doing, I'm telling you, the reason we're doing this is because they have oil, and actually, there's even like a bigger step to it. Like, I feel like it's super obvious. There's the other, the other reason we're out there is literally just. I mean, I guess you call it the, the military, industrial military complex, whatever, military industrial complex, dude. Like, when you look at like, uh, I looked up like, who do we sell our arms to the most, dude? Saudi Arabia is number one, like by a long shot, dude. It's yeah. insane. Like, okay, right here it says in, uh, imports from, like, 2008 to 2018, $13.72 billion that we've, that we've exp- uh, that they have imported from the U.S., Saudi Arabia. Okay, so, so let's, like, uh, 
When you say we just know, want man. the oil, the UAE is, the, is the number two, and the UAE is like kind of involved in this whole thing too that we're talking about in Yemen. They're sort of involved too, and they're like friends with Saudi Arabia, but like not really. It's very like awkward, you know what I mean? But like, point is, we sell. They are our like number one and our number three customer for arms. Right. Like, so that and, I mean that makes total sense. Civil, so many civilians, dude. Like, and and honestly, dude, they say what's going on in Yemen right now is like um, the world's worst humanitarian like um, like problem, like or like violation because and we're we are doing a lot of it, dude. Because like we're we're blockade. I think in some way, dude, like we're block blockading like food away from Yemen. Like there's so much famine there, dude. I think like dude, a huge percentage, like so many people are, are like starving there. It's something like, I think 19 million and there's only like 23 million people that live there. Like that's insane. I mean, fact check me for sure. Okay. There's 28 million people that live there. 19 million of them are on the brink of like starvation. And it's like a lot of it's because we are just like sending bombs there. And we're like, I think in other ways we're like blocking food. Um, I don't know, man. I saw a video and they called it, there's like a word for it. Um, it's called siege warfare. We're just like cutting off ties and like putting yeah. all of these embargoes on them and they, they can't eat, they can't get aid. And like, and then in the meantime, we're like sending Saudi Arabia bombs. They're dropping our bombs on these people because it gives us money because they like, they're our loyal customer. And like, we're just kind of like being like, yeah, we're standing on like the outside and saying like, yeah, we're, like that's fine and, and yeah dude it got like a lot of this got in a lot of our involvement like ramped up in under obama like what the what the hell dude like i don't know man like this dude is just like so i don't know but that's Whatever. what it's i'm not like it's gonna get any better biden's under like was under him and then trump like i think he even escalated even more and then at one point he like talked to the hooties because probably just because <laughs> i don't know dude as soon as the hooties got to the the capital dude then we started to talk to them and hear them out like that's such bullshit dude like we only care about like i don't know that doesn't make any sense to me dude all right so and then then the the narrative became like oh like this is unprecedented we're talking like you know trump's talking about um talking with the houthis and like this is such like a a a peaceful like movement some people would say that but then it's like it's like they they, we only want to talk to them now because they're in power so now they have our interest. I don't know. It's all, it's, it doesn't make any sense to me. I'm sorry. I got like really worked up there, but I mean, dude, we're just sending so many bombs over there and they're just killing like so many of the deaths are civilians, bro. Like a lot of them. Yeah. So I'm just trying to think like a politician here. So it makes sense why we're selling them stuff. Honestly, I don't think we care what they're using them for again i think that's part of the military industrial complex is there is a lot of money in selling weapons and defense and all that stuff so it makes sense as to why we're giving them stuff and it would make sense why we're not calling them out on anything because they're our biggest customer right um and now the u.s could end up getting in trouble eventually we'll see it's just they're they're we're whatever we're um we're trying to stay we're i don't know i don't know what's the right word just trying to act like we're not doing anything but we are that's like, what I'm saying. like no, but they're directly it, involved but we're not but we're, then we act like we are turning a blind eye like we act like we don't care 
but we actually are involved. That's the thing. Like, like Obama got involved and talked to their politicians. Trump got involved and talked to their politicians. Like, they definitely should care because... I don't know, because while we're also, while we're, like, supplying Saudi Arabia with weapons, we're also, and this is something else that's controversial, like, we're also, like, have embargoes on Iran. So, like, they can't even, they don't even have a fighting chance, and now we're just blowing kids up out there. Like, 2018, like, did I say that? Like, 2018, dude, there was a bus that blew up, 56 kids died in it. Like, Like, at this point, it's like, there's, I don't think there's an excuse, like that politicians should even be like trying to use because like it's i feel like it's so obvious like the, we have no right to be there and again we're just there for oil like right now when know. you now when you say we're there for oil you're saying we're there for being friends with saudi arabia and they sell us their oil exactly yeah okay. just occupying the middle east because there's oil out there like even if it's a, as general as that it, like you can say it i think like but anyways what we're gonna say and then um i'm just trying to like (laughs) at least we say that we're the ones blowing stuff up but like saudi arabia is dropping the bombs we're selling them the bombs that's kind of the strategy that the u.s is using to be involved but have some claim that they're not involved even though it's pretty obvious that they're involved and but but, like politicians would be like pompeo trump and then even like this new chick i don't know what her name is uh they they all say like they have there's doc what's this girl's name because she 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 needs to get called out too it's like nita something she's under biden's cabinet uh nira nira tandon so nira tandon trump and like pompeo like all these people there's like documentation of saying like yeah i think we should go to the middle east because they have oil like we we want to attack them because they have oil like there is literal documentation and like speech that has been said from these politicians like they think it's a good idea like pompeo said like they i'm I'm paraphrasing but he said like i and he's a consultant like political consultant he said like i think it's a good idea to continue um like the conflict in yemen because they have oil like he's he's like said this stuff yeah. So it's not it's not even a guess. Like at this point, we know that. So when we say like we don't care, like we're just selling to a customer. It's like yeah, but like, sh- I, I don't know. Like what? Why are we selling it to them? Like we shouldn't be. If there's embargoes on Iran, then like why are we allowing us to trade weapons? And like we're saying like we're worried Iran is gonna like blow us up. It's like dude, we are we are blowing them up. Like it, it doesn't make any sense that you can't say you can't have it both ways. I don't know. Like, they've said, let's go to the Middle East, let's go to Yemen, we want their oil. They've said this. And then, like, and then like we're selling that area that we know, I don't, I mean, I've said it a bazillion times, it just doesn't make any sense, man. It makes sense, I mean, but it doesn't make sense, like, how we are able to get away with this. It's, like, war crime, you know what I mean? Like, this isn't allowed, it should not be allowed. We're causing civilians to die from starvation, we're causing a bunch of disease, like, that they get from malnourishment, and then... Like, furthermore, we're, we're literally, we're killing them. We're blowing them up, and we're not giving them aid, and and we're not reporting it, dude. That's how, that's another indicator that you know they, that they want resources is because it's not being reported out here, like, at all, like, on mainstream media. So it's, like, part of, like, the, what's, what's what we talked about last week, like, with, like, uh, censorship. Like, this is all part of censorship. Like, there's a common enemy they're so dangerous but like really we're the biggest like bully in this i don't know man 
I don't know. We're the biggest bully in it. And then we like sit, call them the bully and point the finger. It's like, dude, there's always, you know, three fingers pointing back. Not always if you don't, if you're missing fingers, but you know what I mean? Like <laughs> most of the time. <laughs> yes. I see what you Shit. mean. So, oh. all right. Backtrack a little bit. Arab Spring, essentially. And when I say you can put on your conspiracy hat for this is because, um, essentially it was a bunch of groups rising up to overthrow old dictators that had been there forever and set so up I like the uni- the unified groups from the 90s sorry keep going yeah. and set up set up more democratic things and i mean so obviously the u.s is going to be in favor of that um i like, say isn't the hoodies fighting back kind of democracy in a way like in a more physical way but that is democracy like they're not using a vote they're using something else and like i don't know sorry i would, I would not call it democracy <laughs> I mean, in a way, they're casting a vote. It's not... You can't cast a vote by, by taking over. <laughs> I don't know, dude. It's a different word. <laughs> Sorry. Those side thoughts just keep going. I don't know. The whole idea behind, like, an ideal democracy is that nobody has to die for anything. You know, it's just, all right, let's vote. Okay, there we go. You know, that's democracy. But anyway, they take over take over these old leaders. I say conspiracy theory because I would not be surprised if... Um, that was orchestrated by the U.S. Like, that would not surprise me well, in the slightest. Right, exactly. Um, so then, yeah. But, so, again, I think we had discussed this on another one, that it's just, they're so lazy about it that it just makes a mess, right? Instead of finding a nice, clean way to transition towards democracy, they just, like, assassinate the leader and then there's like a revolution and then that falls apart and then there's a power vacuum and then it just turns into libya <laughs> you know it's just or yemen i mean i feel like yemen should oh, be the or yemen libya, dude. or <laughs> egypt you know it's just tons it's, it's of stuff. awful dude so so why um, are we even like doing it I, okay like, so again, it comes back to like why are we doing this so it's this we want this, oil and we want money <laughs> like uh, take that money and bring it here, bro. There's people that are homeless all over here, dude. Like, instead of just using the money and resources that we have to build bombs and get, like, fat, you know, and, and like, stuff like that, you know, war weapons, instead of doing that, why don't we build stuff that, like, helps us out here and could could become a return? I don't know. You know, it'll have a, we'll have an ROI on it. Maybe it's not as high as selling a bomb, but, like, at least we're not murdering a bunch of people. It doesn't make any sense. Yeah. I guess my other question is like, why, why do we need these resources? Like, why? Gas prices cheap. I have no. I. I mean, but I mean, like, and that maybe that's the question is like, if literally, let's say, um, basically, people that don't like us took over most of the middle east and we had no way of getting oil from them like would that screw us over or would it make us uncomfortable like i mean all of this uh, comes from like uh, being uncomfortable like saudi arabia is uncomfortable with a group in yemen you know i just mean like financially uncomfortable and if we had to um basically only get oil from our own sources and maybe like canada dude but like that's the thing is like who like that shouldn't i'm not i don't know so i'm not saying i'm not saying it's right i'm just trying to get inside the heads of 
what are they doing? Politicians want stuff to be cheap for us. Like that's why I said, like it's so that we can get cheap gas in the pump. Like it's so that we're not like struggling in that way. But okay, if there's not as much gas, then like maybe like the government should build better like public transportation, for instance. I don't know. It's (laughs) trash. All right, let me (laughs) let me throw a wrench into all of this by saying, um. I don't know how much the U.S. is involved, but have you heard of OPEC yeah. in any regard? So they yeah, they set restrictions on Saudi Arabia and says, Saudi Arabia, you are only allowed to export X amount of barrels per year. That way mm-hmm. we can keep the price high. Yeah, because it's like strict supply and demand, like how oil works. So it's a limited resource. So like. I almost say to keep prices cheap at the pump, we could do that in an instant. By just saying, hey, screw OPEC, just uh, send us the barrels, we'll take anything you got. Or we could do but, be, real here more. And, I don't know, maybe that's not a popular idea, but like, then again, at least we're not killing a bunch of people, dude. Like, So it's not cost effective for us to do it as much as it is just to get it from other sources. We could. Um, we're, we're, ah, dude, at the end of the day, we're, we're killing right, so of people. I, I still, like ha- I still haven't figured out... The estimate of deaths of civilians, I think. That's insane. We're start to, I'm still trying to figure out the, the oil I thing. Why, why do we... Politicians mindset, but no, but like why do we need oil? That question hasn't been answered. For gas. No, but gas, gas for for what? No, no, that's a to make so we can be productive, so that we can. But we don't. But we, we restrict stuff. how much that Saudi Arabia can put out to keep prices high, so that markets don't crash. So we oh, don't. I so so we don't want more oil. <laughs> is what I'm saying. It's it, it's so. Uh, it, it well, may, I don't may, quite understand. Well, okay, but also just quick fact: I'm pretty sure like people driving in their cars in total in america is like a sliver of what oil is like actually like petroleum and right. all that is like actually used for it's mostly like machines to build stuff yeah and it's to build it's then it's used to build bombs that we send back to them so that they can bomb people and it just churns money the whole time <laughs> i don't know but so, sorry I'll so that's why i say like selling them the weapons makes sense uh just from it's like uh it's it's yeah, right. yeah it's yes awful. max i know <laughs> But I'm just I'm that makes sense. I can I can officially say and then I can come out and argue against that. Cause I understand why they're doing it and I can argue against it. Right, right. I don't understand the 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 drive for oil. If we're friends with Saudi Arabia, we're done. Like we don't ever have to worry about anything. Unless unless they're thinking like if we don't help Saudi Arabia, maybe they're blackmailing us, saying if you don't help us in Yemen, like we're not selling to you at all. That could be an issue, like zero. That is true. That's but then drill here. Like we should just drill here. Then open up. Like we need to. Like what I'm saying is like cut off that like that um that bridge. Anyways, like not bridge. It's the wrong. That's kind of like suggests that like we become enemies afterwards, which is not the goal. But like it shouldn't be the goal anywhere at least. But like what, nah. what I'm trying to what I'm trying to say is like. Just drill here. I don't know. We <laughs> but here's much of oil okay. Here. We have we have a lot of oil here, but it costs us a lot more to extract it because we have to use U.S. labor, which is higher. So, right. like you said, we use oil and everything. That means price of gas is high. The price to run a machine to make something is high. That means the price of what they're making is high as a component on like a car. Now this car costs X amount more. So like everything is going to cost more. 
Got it. Right. Okay. So, like, from an economic standpoint, like, and that's that's the only way I could think, based on what we've seen. Obama starts this, um, and then Trump comes in and says, "No, we we don't want to do this anymore." And they say, "Oh, wait, 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 Mr. President, let me explain things to you." And then he goes through maybe the whole spiel that I just gave, like, "You will collapse everything if you do this," and then and then. And then what do you do? Like, I'm, so there's so many, oh God, there's so many freaking aspects to this. Like, there's it, there's yeah. no yeah. simple answer. Now, right. what we can do is stop selling bombs to them. <laughs> but, the, but then, okay, but then they get bombs. Then they're and weaker, then, dude. and the thing. then we they're don't have. Weaker. But then, okay, no, but then we don't have. All of the, the military industrial complex collapses. So all of those jobs are gone um, that make this stuff. Exactly. All, all the people that supply all the people that supply the metal, the people that supply the oil, the supply that supply the labor, all of that gone, you know. So it's <laughs> the one thing the one thing that drives me crazy is like, yes, I get it's just like, well, why don't we just do X? And it's like, give me I, a, I, give I, me a, not. but you also have to give me a way that it, it will okay. work out okay. Well, okay. In How the about end. This? A bunch of people are losing their jobs right now. I think by like next month, it's predicted that like 19 million more people in America are going to lose their jobs and be evicted or sorry, be evicted, I think is what it is. So it's like, okay, if that's a problem and it's a recurring problem, it happened in 2008 for us. It's happened a lot. Instead of like, that being a thing and I, here's the thing i feel like the this is I, like I, this is just a thought kind of but like the economic booms and busts have been more severe every time like lately i i want to say i could be wrong i don't know but i'm talking about in america it seems like 2008 was awful this has been even worse maybe or just as bad as 2008 so like you know what's going on right now so what i'm trying to say is like instead of that becoming so exaggerated because we're like on this capital like not like this capital and like uh far-reaching like global network you know like instead of it being like that we could again like bring it in house like drill drill at home or i mean dude now we have well now we have battery operated stuff coming up but like again we go to somewhere else to gather all that lithium it's not here but anyways what i'm trying to say is like if all of it was focused more on us like having like having oil drilled here and whatnot then those are those are jobs you know what i'm saying like people have to make the machines they have to operate them they have to like update them all this stuff so that's like just the more steady jobs that we have here and then you don't have all these like extreme booms and busts because i, I don't i don't know maybe that's like not right but it's a thought what i'm trying to say is like a, a proposition could be bring everything in in house that do you way, work like, for the you, trump campaign <laughs> No, dude, I don't. I, I don't like. I don't like any of them. Honestly, I don't think he did anything to help him either, bro. So another curiosity would be: Trump was bragging about us being an energy exporter now. If that's the case, why are we still uh, whacking off to Saudi Arabia? You know, because there's also like like what's what's uh, missing? I feel like there's something missing that we're not getting. So I guess let's throw in the next, like the next big question. Now let's assume just for this conversation that um, the U S wants 
to set up democracies because they truly feel that um, it's better for the people um, that they that they be in a democratic society. I don't care what you think about <laughs> if that's true or not. For the sake of this argument, I'm just trying to address like okay, all, all right, the arguments. Right, right. For Go. let's assume that was true. Um, is that okay? That's what I was gonna say. No, that's not. Dude, I was I was talking to someone about this, and I was like, so if so if there's like someone who's like again, I was like in a a small area that not small small you know compared to the world like I'm in. I was like, you know, I was gonna say like in that bubble, if there are two two conflicting groups, like should someone else's interest come in for that? It, sh- it like it shouldn't. And I feel like that's the same. That's kind of what the answer is. It's like. So you say leave them alone. Like, like here's the thing: is like they are arguing amongst themselves. Like, when we step in to because we're like, like here's the thing: is like we're saying like a a democracy is like better for these people, but like them struggling internally is like, I feel like it shows that they're like two really like, um, strongly believed concepts, two or more like two two or more strongly believed like like ideas and and like camps that want to be ruled in a certain way and like as soon as we step in and say like set up a democracy that'll help solve it well whoever is like being backed to set up that democracy is already at like a large advantage do you get what i'm saying so so like there's one group on in that like in Yemen that are, let's say just for simplicity, like in Yemen, you know, there's one group in, that wanted like to, or was willing to at least negotiate with a bigger group to impact their influence locally. Do you get what I'm saying? Like, does that make, am I explaining this well at all? Like, mm. like the South, like, let's say like, you know, America came in and was like, Hey, we want to help you. Obviously like any group, or yeah, I don't know. The South would be like, yeah, okay, of course, like come help us. Or the or the South could have gone to America and asked. I don't know, but like, point is, we shouldn't even get to that point. Like, we shouldn't. We should say no. Like, be like, yeah, we we can't help you because, and like like saying a like a a democracy is like a the better answer to like sort out the political leader. Like, what I'm trying to say is that that might work here, but like I wouldn't argue that it works everywhere. And like, and like the two sides dueling it out. If they're both using violence, like why would like we shouldn't get involved? Like that's their way of sorting it out i guess but like it's if they're if they start saying like okay now we're gonna go attack america like then yeah okay that's when we have an issue but like as soon as we say like we're gonna support one group by by saying like by saying that a like casting your vote is the best idea they all they automatically ostracize other groups and like push them out like they'll 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 push the hoodies out and say like they'll either say like you can't vote or they'll like jail them you know what I'm saying? And so, like, it could be even that there wasn't violence in the first place, and then there was violence when we came in and said, you guys need a democracy. Like, maybe what was going on was fine, and, like, again, the Hooties are natives. Like, they may not have been getting treated right, and, like, they fought back. And so when we come in and say, like, well, to settle all these arguments, just set up, like, cast your vote, like, it that that scenario and that setup automatically, like, put stacks of cards against the Hooties or, like, whichever group was fighting and they may have been more justified, but then we just like put this veil of like democracy over it and it never works. So 
like we shouldn't even be getting to that point. We're being like a little person by doing that. I feel like because we know it's advantageous to us, and we just don't care how it works out elsewhere. Does that make sense? Like, sure. So I you, it was very wordy. I know, and it probably didn't make so any sense. So I don't know your answer. <laughs> Actually, I think I know your answer. So your answer is: Should we? We should. Inter- get, we should we intervene? And you say no. No, we shouldn't. Like we no should period because... or no but. So let's say U.S. was not involved at all. Saudi Arabia starts messing with Yemen, starts helping with them. And Saudi Arabia on their own is committing, you know, atrocities of some sort. Do we still not get involved? I'm just just asking. I don't think we should because, again, dude, it goes back to, like, we have only been stoking the fire of how bad it's getting. Like, we have allowed it to escalate to this point because of our weapons. Like... I understand. I don't know, man. I, I, I like. We're the provocateurs. We're 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 the ones who are launch like not launching them, but we're we're allowing it them to be launched and dropped, and we know exactly what's going on. And then we're not talking about it at home. So like. So uh, what do you say to the people that say, "How can you just sit by while these people suffer?" So. Because I'm sure that. If Max was in charge of government and said we're not getting involved, people will say that. How do you answer that? I would just say we're not getting involved. Like, there's, you know, okay. there's no reason for us to get involved. I don't, as soon as you choose a side, it, it, it just makes, like, I would say history has shown whenever we do get involved, it just causes a power vacuum and it allows, um, you know, radical groups on both sides or all sides. It's not always just two groups and we just say it is, but like, it's not always just two groups like us versus them. It's, very, it's more complicated than that. So I would just say history has shown as soon as we get involved, it just gets worse. Like, because <laughs> it does. And then I, I don't, I think you should just let it play out. Like, they're, I, and maybe this is like easy for me, me to say because America is kind of unique in that we're away from all this. Like, we're, like, we're in a, we're almost like on our own little island on the globe in a way. And so everything else, a lot of other stuff is more connected, I would argue. But, anyways. You know, yeah. it's right. like we're not over there, so don't go over there. Like, don't choose a side, don't provoke it. Like, because as soon as you, like, I, because I really believe the only reason that we do that is because we want money. And it's like, if we did, if we, like, don't, I don't know. There's okay. a petrol dollar, too. I guess we could talk about that at some point. But what I'm trying to say is, like, point is no we should not get involved even if there's an art like an argument or conflict out there like we end up bringing like this advanced technology into it we don't allow technology on the other side and we just like massacre them and it, it's like really just bad like and i think it's as bad as it could have could get with what's available because it was not available before and it wasn't there before okay so i agree um, and I think <laughs> we are, we have an unpopular opinion. <laughs> to not go yes. out there? I, th- I think that is an unpopular opinion. I don't know. I, I don't. I mean, I, 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 if I, and maybe it's just the people I'm around. If I were to ask everybody, they would all say we shouldn't be involved. And then if I mentioned something about, well, what if atrocities are happening? Oh, then we should be involved. So I think that's the standard stance so like, that most but, people but, would but, have. But here's, here's what I'm trying to say is like we're picking and choosing. Like 
going back to the Uyghurs, bro, like we're, we're not, if, like, if that is true, like we're not doing anything about that. We only decide to intervene when it's like, um, like when it gives us a leg up somehow. Well, we don't want to start a war with China because that would actually be terrible. <laughs> well, so, but, but yeah, I mean, no, well, then what's, like, well, then what's your answer? It's is like, it exactly still don't no involved, don't get involved like, period or is know, it um or is it get involved like, get involved or in nothing or get involved in everything take your pick <laughs> you know man no, i get i get i would say get involved in nothing but i, I would I, I would agree because then another so another thing to bring up that kind of goes in with this actually i don't yeah this is hard dude this is a good question and that, this is the thing. There's no right answer. Like there, there are, and this is a, when it comes to decisions like this, there are trade offs, and you have to weigh the trade offs. Right. So right. if we, um, if we go in to assist, there is a chance that if there's like a nasty dictator that's oppressing the people, we could free those people. But there could be worse problems. You could bring in somebody worse when you create a power vacuum. Like that is a possible trade-off. If we sit at home and do nothing, it's no impact on us, but it will it, it makes us look bad if bad stuff's going on and we're not doing anything, right? So which which do we want? You know, it, there's bad and I good think I would to both. Don't get involved in any, honestly. I, I think that I would probably want. That. So I would think, as a whole, the world would fare better if everybody stuck to themselves. You know, I, I like to right. think that, but I don't know. The technology that's around, but like. So, had we, for example, had we not get involved in World War II, what the heck would have happened, right? We, good, no, I know. That's exactly where my thought went to. I was like, ooh. So, that's the, so you've almost got a, it's like a survival of the fittest, but in a uh, political nation landscape, right? That's kind of what you're getting at. I think so. I, I, I kind of do. Agree. I, I think I agree with that because, man, but then as soon as you bring up like, yeah, like Nazi Germany, like intervention, but I mean, I would argue we, like, we even knew about what was going on there long, like long before it stopped. And like a lot of people would say World War Two. you can look at the past, like, I don't, I think it was World War Two, if, if not World War One, but like, I'm, I'm very, I'm pretty certain it's world war ii if we got involved like at the end and so like we were kind of like laissez-faire saying like we should stay out like let's not do it we shouldn't attack blah 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 and like we just and again i don't know that all the details were disseminated to like the people out here what i'm trying to get at is like from what i learned and i, I don't remember all the details this is like older stuff but like from what i've er learned like we kind of came in at the end and it was really like i think russia was really like the ones who basically won world war ii like and then we kind of came in and picked everything off at the end and like took a bunch of sh like stuff dude like we were like again it's like we were like waiting and like we were hot like being like a hawk you know what i'm saying like when is the like prey week and then when can we get high rewards and then that's when we got involved like if we hadn't had done that in the first place and i don't think america would ha ever have had like a now I guess World War One is when we got. I don't know, man. So from the history of that, brains, but... 
The history that I've read would say the U.S. government wanted to be involved from the beginning. The people did not because they were still like World War One was nasty um, for everyone involved. And there's no way they wanted to do that again. And that's and to throw in a nice conspiracy. And this may actually be fact now that they knew Pearl Harbor was going to be attacked and they didn't do anything so that we had an excuse to join in. So I think the government wanted to be in from the beginning, but the people didn't. Until so again, that happened, they weren't oiled, though. <laughs> and then come September 11th, it's the same issue. Government mm-hmm. definitely wants to invade the Middle East to make sure that we stabilize it so we can benefit from the oil. And of course, there's conspiracies saying it was an inside job, and then there's another conspiracy that could just be it's along the same lines of Pearl Harbor, like we had foreknowledge and failed to do anything to stop it. That way, we had an excuse to to go over there but that's um we'll save that for an official conspiracy podcast but you know but i mean uh, so what i'm trying to say is we have become the terrorists america is the terrorist right now i would say globally we are the biggest terrorists I, I i would stand by that i think and so it's like when we did get involved maybe sometimes i'm sure i'm sure sometimes it was justified like there were people in need and there was humanitarian stuff going on that we should have helped stop but like we have created this humanitarian issue that's going on right now. So like we've obviously learned again, maybe as, as like a real, like an actually justified time, you know, there's, I'm sure like the first time we ever got, we intervened, it was like, yeah, we should help those people. Then I think we realized like, damn, we made a lot of money off of that. Yes. And that is military industrial complex. Exactly. (laughs) So it's like, so it's like now we're at a point where we are caught. So again, like, yes, we should. So here's the answer, I guess. Never intervene unless there's like a, unless there is a humanitarian problem. And like, there's a group that's being like very heavily oppressed to where it's like, um, it, it's like threatening to on a global level, I guess. And it could like wipe out a whole, you know, basically like, I don't know all the details fleshed out, but like, it's like, I don't think we should ever get involved unless there's like people being tortured or like, you know, like large groups of being tortured and like prosecuted and all this stuff, if that makes sense. But if it's just, and again, it's not that simple, I guess, but I just think we realize, yes, we made a bunch of money from getting involved. Let's keep doing it. Let's possibly even make excuses to it, to do, to get involved. And like, it's grown into us becoming the terrorists. And, and I don't think terrorism is necessarily going to keep working kind of like how communism kind of fell off as being popular, like a popular point your finger at sort of thing. Like terrorism, I think is kind of becoming less popular. And as far as like, when we say like, Oh, we're over there because of terrorists. I, I don't think, I think more people question like, are, are is there actually terrorism going on? You so know what I'm I, I think like, it's, I like, the, I think the way they like to spin things is there is terrorism. But is it worthy of the response that we have levied against them? And it's, the answer is probably no. I would say probably no. And like, I, I think and that maybe. I think that's the way a lot of like all of this operates is that there is some truth in it, but not right. the full truth. And There's, I feel yeah, like that's in like that everything. Truth. They weaponize the truth. So. They weaponize the truth and use use flack, dude. It's just it's all uh, it's all this big machine that's like just i don't even know it's crazy how it became a thing like how we're even at this point where we're like we need to cause at least from my opinion like we need to go cause war because we need oil because we need money it's like dude the fact that that even became like the whole chain of events for doing stuff is like so stupid like ah man 
so we can have iPhones, bro, and I guess do this podcast too. That was I would that, say, that was my thing. Like if we, yeah, we are dependent on oil to some extent. If we wanted to break free of that, everybody would have to scale back on everything. Or again, if we would have just drilled it here, I I don't know. No, it, it's too expensive. That's that's what I keep saying. Like, it it, co- it costs so much to dig it out. It, it's basically if I said, you know, well then how ma- maxim- is it so cheap? It's because of the power of the dollar. How how is what how is Saudi Arabia like, is doing Saudi it? Arabia? Is it just because of they're setting the price? It's because it's everywhere. It's everywhere over there. Like so. Here's the scenario. I say, okay, Saudi Arabia, I want, I'm just going to use a rock for an example. I want to, no, we're going to use sand for an example. Um, We want to buy some sand. They walk out their front door, scoop up the sand and say, okay, here you go. Give me like, give me like five bucks. That's good. And then here, if you told me, go get some sand and we'll give you five bucks for it. Um... I would have to go to like Michigan and it's going to cost me far more than $5 to get there to get it. Right. So it's that it's just getting to the oil here is very expensive because of where it's at. There is plenty of it. It just costs us more and we could bring it all in house if we wanted to, but the price of everything's going to go up and people are going to have to dial back their standard of living. Print more money. It, just print more money <laughs> it doesn't do anything. It doesn't do anything to print money. There's, there's no, no I know that's the, well, there, there definitely is, but it's going to be a shit show when it happens. That's all I can say about that. But okay. Uh, one other thing I guess I wanted to address is we talked earlier about uh, Yemen unifying under one country, but then you've got two groups. One wants to live a certain way, and the other says, no, our way is better. You're under our control now. You sound, you seemed like you were against that as well. What, what do you mean? Well, no, no, from what I heard is there was, okay, so when they were, I'm not against it necessarily, but what I'm saying is that they did, they, they said it was unified, but like, it, it wasn't really. And so, the North didn't get like any perks of being unified. Their voice wasn't heard is what I'm trying to say is. And so they essentially were like snuffed out. And from what I understand, that's like a large part of why, you know, the whole rebellion happened. Like, again, I'm sure some of it came down to like a religious difference, but, what but also, um, it was, it was like a political thing. Cause like they didn't want that leader in power because he possibly could have been like discriminating against them. Um, and the, I think that they, you know, some people, you know, there's records that they were in a way like the Houthi people were not being heard. And, um, so, so when he, so when that dude, Salih said like, basically, you know, Oh, we're unified. Like it really wasn't like proper, it wasn't properly done. And so that's actually when, um, there was an attack from the Houthis because there was a shift in power from, so I think that was the Arab, uh, what is it called? The Arab, um, festival? Or... <laughs> That's the worst festival I've ever been to. <laughs> the Arab but... Spring. <laughs> Arab Spring. Sorry, I'm thinking like Spring Festival. And it's just, um... it's called that just because, well, one, it was a term in like the 1800s. There was a bunch of, um, it's back when like there was still like monarchies and stuff. And then all mm-hmm. the people started revolting and setting up new forms of government instead. 
Um, that was called, I don't remember, something spring. But then they stole this and called it Arab Spring because it was kind of like the uh, same idea. I see. And then it also happened in like March time frame. Like all these kind of happened at around the same time. So That's so weird. Kind of suspicious, but... That is pretty trippy, but well, but anyways, um, when that ha- so okay, and oh, oh, also another reason why like people were revolting, well, and particularly during um, the Arab Spring, was because from when it was quote unquote unified in the '90s, apparently like that leader under his unification, like he wasn't dealing with stuff well, like he wasn't dealing with like there was like famine back then too. Um, there, there were a lot of problems is what i'm trying to say and so like people in the area like locally started to you know be like yeah this guy's not doing a good job like he's not like a lot of people maybe did not like this dude you know what i'm saying like they didn't like the way he was leading and maybe he just like wouldn't give him a choice or whatever he was doing but what i'm trying to say is you know um people didn't like him and then like he didn't have good ideas so he not good ideas but like good methodology of getting things done and so they rose up against him and he just wasn't doing a well, good job of like uniting them. I, w- I don't think it's necessarily a bad idea to like unite, you know, I think it's probably in the better interest, but like he wasn't doing it well. And so that's actually why they attacked during that night in a uh, uh, Arab spring is because there was like a transfer of power. I think during that night, there was like a transfer of power from Salih to like this new president or something. And uh, it's like his old deputy. It was like his deputy, Ab- uh, Abradu Mansur Hadi, I think. That's how you say it. That's when they attacked, and then basically Salih had to run away at some point to like the south port in Yemen because they drove him out. And then uh, I think that was in, like 2015. He like had to flee the country because like I, you know like there was also a point where I think Salih like sit like kind of talked with the Houthis and. He said he would help them or something, and they didn't. He didn't do anything for him, or, and it was just like, I don't know. I don't know. It's it's complicated, but yeah, I mean, unify if you can, but do it right. And if it's not working, then like, you should have a way to like get someone else in. I guess it'd be technically a democracy, but. Ugh. So I think maybe I didn't word my question good. Um, not necessarily like the unification process. I could definitely see benefits to that. But should like a lot of times and what we see with like the Uyghurs in China is China says this is how we run our country and this is how we think people should behave. Your culture is behaving in a way that is detrimental to our way of life. Um, assimilate or get reeducated. Is that okay or not? I mean, again, like, is it actually detrimental? <laughs> like, probably not. They could, how would it be detrimental to their survival, bro? China has so much land. Like, the, the reason they want Xinjiang uh, is be, because of the passageway and the connections to so many different areas of trade. So, like, so when it, well, they can't, I don't think it's justified to say, like, we need this land. Like, you're, it's detrimental to, like, our way of life. They just, like, no, they're, they can just seize full control. Yeah, I guess. I mean, I think China's mentality is that, for example, when when religious people are left alone, they tend to develop their own ideas of, you know, how life or the world is supposed to be. And if that conf- conflicts with 
China's vision of the government sets what that ideal life is supposed to be, that that's when you run into tension, essentially. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. is is it? So I'm just trying to see if like if your logic's kind of consistent with um, you think you know we should leave other countries alone that are kind of fighting should we leave different culture groups alone and let them be them or should we try and assimilate them like yeah like just yeah just merge together because that's that's like that's how we are in america i feel like we're trying to all be the same like so the problem is is like if there if it just becomes if like Sorry, finish your thought, and then I'll, and then I'll say what else, what else I was going to say. I didn't mean to cut you off. Yeah, just kind of like in America, we tend to be, as of now, trying to get everybody to be on the same page and be the same and have the same values and share the same culture. But is that really a, is that good? Uh, yeah, I don't think it really is. I think what, what should happen, I mean, in an idealistic like world... And this is going to be very like conceptual, but like basically, if you have a religion, you know there should there should never be like because there's a million different religions. <sighs> Man, dude, there, I guess we could talk about this all night. It also depends on there's like there shouldn't be rules set up for the government that encroach on someone's religion. And when I say that, I mean like there shouldn't be things put in place that make you pay for something that you don't agree with. But like, I guess that's kind of hard to say because there's like subsidies to like farmers that farm pigs and slaughter pigs and some religions like don't like that like they don't you know they don't eat pork so it's like from what i think right i mean there's religions that don't eat pork so it's like if you're if they're living in that country and they're paying taxes to help out like agriculture i guess in a way you know they're paying for slaughtering pork and like they don't agree with eating pork or something so like that do you know what i'm saying like when it becomes a problem when you're like actively like when there's like parameters in place for people that in general having to participate in something that could like go against the religion like okay for damn dude i I guess just for simplicity's sake like what i'm trying to say is like if if there's like you know like abortion is, is obviously against like some religions so it's like um it shouldn't like they shouldn't be able to say like you can't have an abortion and like like uh, not allow that but like like they shouldn't like that shouldn't be like religion being able to do that to like the the whole like uh group of population but like also in like vice versa like like a whole group of population shouldn't be able to say like well we want like that as a facility like you have to help pay for it you know what i'm saying right so don't force anybody to break their religion right Right, but then I guess it does get complicated because it's like, again, like going to the whole pork thing. Like, their government gives subsidies to farmers. People's taxes go towards like that subsidy, but someone whose taxes goes towards that subsidy may not, so like, like you know, re- their religion may not allow the slaughter of like pork. I don't know for sure, but you know what I'm saying. Like, it gets complicated there because it's like, well, at what level are they even contributing? But if there's, you know, I don't know. So yeah, you're right. It's complicated. So I think that's actually an, a big enough topic for itself for another time. Um, let's see. I think we've covered most of our bases. I think we both agree the U.S. has a hand in the 
this conflict in Yemen. I would say we're the. I would say we are the hand. But I think we. I. Anyways, I don't like to do that because we Americans themselves are not doing it. They are, they, they are they are in just shows that they have way too much control and power dude like at this point but I, i'm sorry keep going i just i don't know that i i wouldn't say that i necessarily agree with that like, i know I, what I you're saying say but i i'm using like the oh, biggest the, driving force there but that's different i just i don't want people i don't want people to come away from this podcast thinking the u.s is flying in and bombing yemen and killing people innocently they're not they're not right and, and they so i just want to distinguish that yes i'm just I, i'm not are. we're shipping it to them and then like we're just putting a different yes i'm just saying direct means we are <laughs> direct means we're doing it the word indirect was invented to show that we're not actually doing it but we are so we are indirectly okay no how about this that we are we are like we, word downplays how how like much we are really involved because here, let, let me okay let me like let me, let me phrase it again it. we are directly involved in the conflict in yemen but we are not but we are, and we are indirectly involved in the killing of civilians if that makes sense so we are yeah, guilty. We are guilty. You, but you, you can't. You can't for the sake of you for know. For the sake of the definition, okay, okay. You can't for the sake of uh, uh, a scary headline say U.S. is directly killing civilians. You can't say that because they're not. But they are directly involved in the situation. So you know, blood's on their hands. Still, yes, you can say that, but. I don't, I, don't th I don't think it's be, like I don't think it's being honest by the, saying uh, that the US is blowing up civilians. I don't think that's because if somebody read if somebody reads that headline, they think the US is literally flying in and blowing up civilians and then they get outraged. And well, I, I, I mean, okay, but here, okay, well how about this? How about this? You could argue from from your point of view, like from what you were saying, like you could argue okay. You were saying like we are indirectly like allowing the onslaught of people but the thing is is like and then you're saying that like saudi arabia is directly okay but the thing yes. is is like he's just direct like that pilot is just pressing a button so he's indirectly killing them too the thing that's actually killing them touching down and blowing up says usa on it that's the difference like he is indirectly dropping something that he didn't have before and it's something that we directly gave to them but it would not have... And it touches people. The shrapnel kills people. And it's from... It says USA. So, like... At, like <laughs> dude, I'm... Dude, I'm just saying that's as close as it gets, dude, is that bomb. And it has our name on it. Like, literally has our name on it. It's our property, basically. I mean, we just sold it. Like, I don't know, man. I would say that's just as direct as, as like, a Saudi Arabian pilot pressing a button to drop it. Like... It depends on how you look at it, I would say. I don't know. I could, you almost could say, especially with headlines the way they are today, you could say America's bombing people in Yemen. Because, yeah, whatever. Uh, Max, we're supposed to be above that. <laughs> That's the problem with headlines, is it says... You, oh, headlines... Yeah, that's the problem. Like the the vision that comes in people's heads when you say that is that we are ourselves going in and doing this. It's not true, but we're guilty. 
is what I'm trying to say. Maybe that's the word. We're not directly involved in the killing of civilians. We're indirectly involved, but still guilty. You know, I'm not trying to. I'm not trying to water it down. If I try and water it down, it says um, watering it down would be more along the lines of we're we're um, just U.S. is selling weapons to Saudi Arabia. And that's it. You know, that's watering it down because it doesn't even talk about where those weapons are going. (laughs) Anyways, whatever. I mean, this is, I don't know. You you could almost, whatever. Well, that's that's the fun part. You could almost argue anything. And that was going to be one. That was going to be one of our (laughs) one of our segments for the other show is you could argue anything if you want. (laughs) Like. You could. Yeah. I just, at the end of the day, there's a way we can stop that from happening at that, at that level. So I would say we are a, we are a direct force and we are directly killed. I, I, you could almost say, I would say, again, <laughs> you could say, I, I do say we are directly killing these people, but anyways, oh, hmm. road's dry, man. <laughs> talking too much man i'm getting too heated i think to summarize we can both say it's bad i mean okay, shame okay, on you yemen, u.s yemen <laughs> yes yeah but also Honestly, shame on yeah. you saudi arabia like let's uh let's st- it's just not acceptable to kill civilians so make some effort <laughs> and we could make some effort to not eh. Whatever. and i think really it comes down to like like from saudi arabia's mindset like they could um drastically cut down on civilian deaths if they went in on foot for example to take care of things it's a little more precise but they're looking out for number one they're just like yeah why would we risk our lives um for that it's 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 not a good it's not a good it's mindset all, it's, it's not a good bullshit. mindset to it's have all, but it's all bullshit that, that there's bombs falling from the sky and killing these like innocent people i just like yeah it's not good it's just awful and i get it it's complicated but there, there are things that we as americans could do not i mean as america that we could do to yeah, I was going to say, it. we can't really do much. <laughs> the military-industrial complex I mean, is too big, dude. I mean, unless all of us go out. out if I everybody mean, just walked out, man, like what's going on in India, you've seen that? 250 million people or something like that on strike out there. It's like our whole population out here. Dang. You see that? It's crazy. I did not. People just yeah. walked out from telecommunication, from finance, from everything. Just bounced, went to the streets, went on general strike. Oh, farmers, too. It's awful what's going on there. and again on santa i think that's an american company right oh yeah causal causal Blah. <sighs> Man. all right so yeah we um need to make sure uh, and honestly we can make somewhat of a difference if we just go to our representatives and say like we're not okay with this like we know what's going on and it really shouldn't be so Take that That's to Washington point. with go you. Yeah, Take that to Washington to with you, or we're gonna vote you out. <laughs> you know, go to the big e- White House. Fuck off. 
it's like just go because that's that's how it's supposed to work like in a republic we say hey you represent us we have decided we don't like what's going on in yemen so go be our voice in washington and that's kind of how it's supposed to but instead they just represent board board members board directors mostly yes consultants well actually consultants ain't been but Oh, man, this Unfortunately, off. so. But hey, that's again well, another episode. So, um, I hope we were somewhat informative here. Um, I mean, I got a fair amount of stuff out of the. I didn't do like mounds of research, but I got. I learned a good deal about the region. Um, looking this. Yeah, up, I so. did too. I learned. You know, I I, I did too. I mean, it's it's a complicated situation out there. It's just, uh, you know, I, I don't know if we even, <laughs> I don't know how focused we were this episode, but I thought it was a good talk, and we got into kind of just, you know, more existential stuff. So, yeah. and I think a little all over the place, but I hope people enjoyed it. Yeah. Oh, so you know, we like to have <laughs> these are the conversations like me and Max have all the time. So, and we figured like, you know. Maybe somebody else would want to hear it. And also learn a few things uh, from what we learn. Um, but, you know, if you think, if you argue against, because we both said, you know, U.S. should pretty much not be involved. If you disagree, send us an email and explain us why. Um, if we get enough people that, like, respond to these, we can do episodes where we just address and read and go over other people's thoughts from uh, our audience. Cause yeah, give them the plug, man. I we like you, people. Where would they send the email to, Lee? Dybpodcast at gmail.com. You could also like check out our Twitter, DYB underscore podcast, or our Facebook page, Dubly Podcast, and post things there too if you want, if you want it to be more public. But um but yeah. I think that's yeah, gonna man. do it for this episode. Like, um, subscribe, share, hit the button. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> No, but uh, no, thanks everybody uh, for the opportunity. I mean, even, you know, if there's no one listening, I still like this. So, like I said, I do it for the love, for my own love. <laughs> yes, we do. Um, the love of Gabber and Jibber Jabber. <laughs> for sure. So, um, me and Max are off to do some monster hunting. So, we're going to sign off. Thanks everybody. Much love. Just